Parshas Rei Shvi Posit Yutes Kol Habechoyir Asher Yivoleid Bivakarcho Vitzaynucho Hazochar Every firstborn male that is born of your cattle or of your flock Tagdish Lashem Alekecho You shall sanctify to Hashem your God you shall neither work with the firstborn of your ox, nor shear the firstborn of your flock. Uh, but elsewhere it says, but the firstborn, which will be a firstborn for the uh, Lord of the livestock, no man shall sanctify it. How is this reconciled? The verse in Leviticus means that The verse in Leviticus means that one may not sanctify the firstborn to be another sacrifice, but only as a firstborn sacrifice. The Kan Lomad, and our our verse here teaches us that it is uh, a duty to proclaim over the firstborn animal. You are hereby sanctified as a firstborn. Dover Achar, another explanation. It is impossible to say sanctify this firstborn animal because scripture already says no man must um, no, no man must shall sanctify it. And yet it is impossible to say that we shall not sanctify it, for there is already, for here it already says, you shall sanctify it. Okay, Tzad. So how can these two verses be reconciled? The answer is that we are dealing with an indirect sanctification. Namely, one may sanctify the value of the privilege in other words, the owner of the firstborn animal has the privilege of choosing to which Kohen he will give it. This privilege has a market value, namely how much an Israelite will pay so that the owner of the firstborn will give it to his grandson who is a Kohen. The verse therefore means uh, one may dedicate the value of this privilege according to its benefit and give it to the temple treasury. Um, the rabbis derived that also the converse, in other words, shearing your ox and working the flock is prohibited. Scripture is merely speaking here of the usual manner in which these animals are used. You shall eat it before Hashem your God year by year. 
in the place that Hashem chooses, Ato Vesecha, you and your household. Scripture is addressing the Koyen. For we have already found a statement to the effect that it, the firstborn, is part of the dues given to the Kahanim, whether the animal is unblemished or whether it is blemished. Um, because it says in Baimidbar Yudches. Uh, in both for uh, um, stated and their flesh in other words of the firstborn animals shall be yours in other words the coin in both cases the coin is entitled to eat the entire animal the difference between the blemished and the unblemished animals is that the blemished animal is slaughtered outside the temple and its flesh may be eaten anywhere by, any, by anyone invited by the Kohen. The unblemished animal, however, must be slaughtered in the temple, courtyard, its blood dashed on the altar, and its fat burned on the altar. The flesh must be eaten by the Kohen and his household within the time allotted for eating it. Shono b'shono, uh, year by year, Zohd Rashi, says Rashi, Mekan she'in mashin oisor yeisor al shenosoy. From here we derive the law that one should not delay it, in other words, from sacrificing it beyond its first year. Um, if so, however, one might think that it becomes unfit as a sacrifice when the first year has elapsed. Uh, therefore, the Torah tells us that... Uh, um, that if the firstborn animal has already been compared to Maiser Sheni, Shenemar, because it says in the Posik, Therefore, the Torah tells us that it, the firstborn animal, has already been compared to Maiser Sheni. As it is said, and you shall eat before Hashem, your God, the tithes of your grain, your wine, and your oil, and the firstborn of your cattle, and your sheep. Just as Maiser Sheini does not become unfit when it is left over from one year to the next, neither does the first animal become unfit. However, the verse means that the proper way to fulfill this commandment of the firstborn animal is during its first year. Shono b'shono, Dr. Ashi, im shochtoi b'soif shnosoi oichloi oisa hayoim v'yoim echod mishona acheres. If one slaughtered it at the end of its first year, on the last day he may eat it on that day and one day of the next year. This teaches us that it, a firstborn animal, may be eaten for two days and one 
intervening night. And if there be any blemish in it, whether it be lame or blind or any ill blemish, you shall not sacrifice it to Hashem your God. Mum Zakrashi Klal. This is a klal, a general statement, not limiting itself to anything in particular. Piseyach Iver, a lame or blind. Zakrashi Prat, this is a Prat, particular things, limiting the matter to these things. Koil Mumra, Zakrashi, Chazar Vikolel, once again the verse reverts to a Klol. Ma, a general statement. Ma, Prat, Mefurish, Mum, Hagoliv, Eine, Chazar, Afkol, Mum, Shebegoliv, Eine, Chazar. Now we have learned that when a verse expresses a Klal, then a prat and then a klal again, just as in this case, we apply the characteristics of the prat, of the detail to the whole matter, just as the blemishes, detailed, lame or blind, are externally visible blemishes that do not heal, so too, any externally visible blemish that does not heal, renders a firstborn animal unfit for sacrifice, and may be eaten as ordinary flesh. You shall eat it within your cities, the unclean and the clean together, as the deer and as the gazel. However, you shall not eat its blood, you shall pour it on the ground as water. Although eating the blood of any animal is prohibited, this prohibition is mentioned here. Uh, so that you should not say, since this blemished firstborn animal is entirely permitted to be eaten now after its blemish, even though it started out as from a forbidden status. Um, it's, um, and now it is before it is uh, slaughtered outside the temple without having to be redeemed. It started out from a forbidden status since it was sanctified and now it is permitted for it is slaughtered outside the temple without having to be redeemed. And it may be eaten. So therefore, Yochoil Yehei Afadam Mutar So I might therefore think that his blood is permitted as well. Therefore, the Torah states, however, you shall not eat its blood. Pasuk Aleph Keep the month of spring and make the Passover offering to the Lord your God. For in the month of spring, Hashem your God brought you out of Egypt at night. Before it Nisan arrives, watch that it should be fit for the Aviv uh, uh, before 
it Nisna arrives, watch that it should be fit for the aviv, ripe, ripening, capable of producing ripe ears of barley by the 16th of the month to offer up in the Omer meal offering. The imlav, if not, proclaim it a leap year, thereby enabling you to wait another month until the barley ripens. Uh, but did they not go out by day as it is said on the morrow of the Passover the children of Israel went out however since during the night Pharaoh gave them permission to leave, as it is said, so he called for Moshe and Aaron at night, and said, rise up, go out from among my people. Therefore, here it is says, at night. Posig Beis. You shall slaughter the Passover sacrifice to Hashem your God. Soin Uvokor, of the flock and the festival sacrifices of the cattle. In the place which uh, Hashem will choose to establish His name therein. Uh, as it is said, you may take it either from the sheep or from the goats. Ubakar, Dr. Ashi, and cattle. Tizbach la these are slaughtered as the Chagiga festival offering. If a large group was formed for the Passover offering, they bring a festival offering along with it, so that the Passover sacrifice will be eaten after a sufficient meal, and therefore after the required saturation. Uh, everyone had to uh, designate himself to a particular company of people which was then relevant to one particular uh, Passover offering. Uh, rabbis also derived many other things from this verse. You shall not eat leaven with it, or for seven days you shall eat with it matzah, the bread of affliction. For in haste you went out of the land of Egypt. So that you shall remember the day when you went out of the land of Egypt all the days of your life. Zakhtrashi lechem oini. Uh, in other words, bread that brings to mind the afflictions they suffered in Egypt. For in haste you went out of the land of Egypt, says Rashi, and the dough that you had prepared for eating did not have time to become leavened. And so this matzah will be for you as a reminder. Uh, 
And the haste here is not on your part, but on the part of the Egyptians. For so it says, so the Egyptians took hold of the people to hasten to send them out of the land. Laman Tizkar, Zokhtarashi, Al Yidei Achilas HaPesach VeHamatzah as Yom Tzeschah by eating the Passover sacrifice and the matzah the day you went out of the land of Egypt. Posik Dalet Velo Yiro Lachos Eir B'chol Gvul Choshivas Yomim Velo Yolim in Abosor Asher Tizbach Ba'erev Ba'yoyim Harishon Laboiker and no leaven shall be seen with you within all your border for seven days. Neither shall any of the flesh you slaughter on the preceding day in the afternoon remain all night until the morning. This is an admonition regarding leaving over the flesh of the Passover sacrifice offered up by future generations. Because so far this prohibition had been mentioned only with regards to the Passover sacrifice offered in Egypt. And Yom Rishon stated here is the 14th of Nisan, the preceding day, and not the 15th, which is the first days of Passover. Just as it says, but on the preceding day, you shall clear away leaven from your houses. Now since scripture digressed from the subject of the Passover sacrifice and began to speak of the rules pertaining to the seven days of the festival, such as seven days you shall eat it with matzah, and no leaven shall be seen with you within all of your border for seven days, so it was necessary to specify to which slaughtering the Torah is warning over here. For had it been written only neither shall any of the flesh you slaughter in the afternoon remain all night until the morning without saying the preceding day I might have thought that the peace offering slaughtered during all the seven days are also subject to the prohibition of and you shall not leave any of it until the morning and may be eaten only for one day and a night therefore it was written on the preceding day in the evening thereby clarifying that the verse is referring to the Passover sacrifice. 
Another explanation, scripture is referring to the festival offering brought on the 14th of Nisan and not to the specific Passover sacrifice. And it teaches um, and it teaches with reference to it that it may be eaten for two days and the intervening night. And now the Rishon mentioned here, according to this explanation, is the first day of the festival, in other words, the 15th of Nisan, rather than the preceding day. Um, and this is the um, and this is the meaning of the verse the flesh of the festival offering which you slaughtered in the afternoon shall not remain overnight after the first day of the festival until the morning of the second day the 16th of Nisan but rather it is to be eaten on the 14th and the 15th and the intervening night. And thus it is taught in Tractor You shall not sacrifice the Passover offering within any of your cities which Hashem your God is giving you. Except at the place which Hashem your God will choose to establish His name there, you shall slaughter the Passover offering in the afternoon as the sun sets at the appointed time that you went out of Egypt. In the evening from six hours and up, and when the sun set, you eat it. The time that you went out, you burn it. It becomes leftover, and it goes out to uh, being burnt. And you shall roast it and eat it in the place which the Lord your God will choose, and you shall turn away in the morning and go to your dwellings. Uh, here this term means roasted in fire, for roasting is also included in the general term of bishal cooking. In other words, the morning of the second day of Passover. This teaches that the pilgrim is required to remain in Yerushalayim the night when the festival terminates. For six days you shall eat matzah, and on the seventh day there shall be a halt to 
Hashem your God, you shall not do any work on it. Sheish is Yomim Teichol Matzis. Zokrashi says Rashi b'Mokem Acharu Eimer Shivas Yomim, seven days. Shiva Mina Yoshon v'Shisha Mina Chodesh. But elsewhere it says for seven days you shall eat matzah. The solution is for seven days you shall eat matzah from the old produce. And six days, in other words, the last six days after the Omer has been offered, you may eat matzah prepared from the new crops. Dover Achar, Loma Dalachilis Matzah Bishvi She'ena Choyva. Umikan Atalomed Lisheshis Yomim. Another explanation, it teaches that the eating of matzah on the seventh day of Passover is not. Uh, obligatory, and from here you learn that the same law applies to the other six days of the festival. Shaharei Shivi Bechlal Hoyo Viyotzom Min HaKlal Lelamed She'ein Achilas Matzah Bechoyva Elo Rishus Veloi Lelamed Al Atzma Yotzo Elo Lelamed Al HaKlal Kula Yotzo for the seven day was included in general in a general statement in the verse for seven days you shall eat matzah. But in the verse six days you shall eat matzah, it has been taken out of this general statement to teach us that eating matzah on the seventh day is not obligatory but optional. Um the now we have already learned that if something is singled out in a general uh, category, uh, is in, in, in singled out in a general statement, we apply the relevant principle not only to itself but to everything included in the general category. And thus the seven days is included here and not to teach regarding itself rather to teach regarding the entire generalization. In other words, the entire seven days of the festival. Just as on the seventh day the eating of matzah is optional, so too on all the other days the eating of matzah is optional. Chutz melele hadishin shakosuf koyvecheve shenemar ba'erev teiklu matzah The only exception is the first night of Passover, which Scripture has explicitly established as an obligate, as obligatory, as it is said, in the evening you shall eat matzah. Keep yourself back from work. Another explanation, atzeres means a gathering for eating and drinking. As the expression, let us detain you. You shall count seven weeks for yourself from the time the sickle is first put to the standing crop. You shall begin to count seven weeks. In other words, from the time the Oymer is harvested on the 16th of Nisan, which is the beginning of the harvest. Uh, second portion, second part. 
and you shall perform the festival of weeks to the Hashem your God. Bisas nidvas yodcho asher titain, the donation you can afford to give, kasher yivarechecha Hashem elikecha, according to how Hashem your God shall bless you. Bisas nidvas yodcho, says Rashi, day nidvas yodcho. In other words, sufficient, generous donation from you. Hakoilifi habrocha, hoveshalmi simcha, the koidesh kruim lechel. According to the blessing that God bestows upon you, bring peace offerings of happiness. These are extra peace offerings in addition to the festival offerings. And invite guests to eat with you. And you shall rejoice before Hashem your God. You and your son and your daughter and your manservant and your maidservant and the Levite who is within your cities. And the stranger and the orphan and the widow who are among you. In the place which Hashem your God will choose to establish His name therein. Rashi says, God says, these are my four corresponding to your four, namely, your son and your daughter and your manservant and your maidservants. If you shall gladden mine, I will gladden yours. V'zocharto posikut beis. V'zocharto keveda yiso b'mitzrayim. And you shall remember that you were slaves in Egypt and you shall keep and perform these statues. On this condition did I redeem you from Egypt that you keep and perform these statues. You shall make yourself the festival of Sukkot for seven days when you gather in the produce from your threshing floor and your vat. When, in other words, at the time of the in gathering, when you bring the summer fruits into the house. Um, another explanation when you gather in the produce from your threshing floor and your vat which is teaches that we should cover the sukkah only with the waste products that come from the threshing floor and vat in other words, with things that have grown from the ground, have become detached and are not susceptible to ritual uncleanliness. Since they are not foods and are not vessels, they are not susceptible to spiritual uncleanliness. Pasuk Yudalad, 
ושמחתו בחגיך עתו ובינכו ויתכו ועבדכו ועמוסכו והלוי והגר והיוסים והאלמון אשר בשלכו and you shall rejoice in your festival you and your son and your daughter and your manservant and your maidservant and the Levite and the stranger and the orphan and the widow who are within your cities פוסק תזבב שיבס יומים תוכיק להשם אלקכו במוקים אשר יבחר השם seven days you shall celebrate the festival to the Lord your God in the place which the Lord shall choose. Ki yivarechecho Hashem elekecho b'chol t'vozcho v'b'chol ma'ase yodecho. For because the Lord your God will bless you in all your produce and in all the work of your hands. V'yisa ach sameach and you will only be happy. V'yisa ach sameach l'fipshutei ein ze loshen tzivui ela loshen avtocha. According to its simple meaning, says Rashi, this is not an expression denoting a command, but rather an expression of an insurance. In other words, I promise you that you will be happy. But according to its oral interpretations, our rabbis learned from this to include the night before the last day of the festival for the obligation of rejoicing. Three times in the year every one of your males shall appear before the Lord your God in the place he will choose. On the festival of Matzot and on the festival of weeks and on the festival of Sukkos. And he shall not appear before the Lord empty-handed. ולא ירוז פני השם רקום, says Rashi, אלו הווי אוי לסריאו ושלמי חגיגו. But bring burnt offerings of appearance, which is אוי לסריאו, which are obligatory when appearing before uh, the Lord in Jerusalem on the festivals, and festival peace offerings. פוסק יוד זיין, איש כמעט נס יודי, כי ברכס השם אלוקיך אשנוסון לוך. Every man shall bring as much as he can afford, according to the blessing of the Lord your God, which he has given you. One who has many eaters, in other words, a large family, and many possessions, should bring many burnt offerings and many peace offerings. <laughs>